And come to think of it, if that's true... Uh, is it true? Is it true? All y'all ENFBs and ESFBs watching this being like, Oh man, I don't want to read- Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Oh, my attention span is low. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to read. Uh, reading, like, uh, it, it, uh, my brain breaks, bro. Like, I, uh, I'm fucking retarded. I need, uh, constant dopamine stimulation. I mean, everybody struggles with that right now. I mean, I'm projecting there a little, but, um... Bonjour, bitches. Welcome to a new episode of Croissant Hours. I'm your host, Je Suis Croissant. And once again, I'm doing a monologue because uh, I'm a bit of a, in of a shitty situation right now and I can't really get any... Um, not that I can't get any guests, it's just uh, I'm in a, my personal life. I'm kind of in between things. So these are the most easy to produce. So I keep up my, uh, you know, weekly schedule or whatever the fuck. Uh, hopefully people enjoy this. Um, yeah. And once again, I'm kind of mellowed the fuck out. I just ate uh, and I kinda, I'm, I'm kind of tired, but whatever. I'm doing this anyway. So, you know, glad you're here. Uh, no, no clue what I'm going to talk about today, but uh, that's fine. Um, hmm. I don't know. Oh. I mean, uh, currently, recently, I uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy about stuff in in a certain way. Um, also, a little impatient, but you know, you can't be an ITJ without being impatient. You know, because I uh, I help some close people around me with um, yeah, just general life problems and some you know semi live advice, I suppose. Um, so that was nice. And uh, they really benefit, benefited from it, and uh, they thanked me. And uh, yeah, I think I think those are initiations to something greater, which is I don't know. It's maybe another potential thing I could go into. Uh, give me a sec. <laughs> See if I have an image for this. Um. <laughs> yep, that's a perfect image. Yeah, basically uh, about uh, currently I, I have a lot of yeah I, I say so many times but but uh, I'm really at the threshold right now uh, of, of starting so many cool things and uh, I'm really happy about that like genuinely um, and I'm kind of almost like a little kid just jumping up and down like in impatient waiting for their roller coaster ride and uh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited for the potential legacy as well that I'm gonna leave. And I don't even I don't even know to which what skill it will be uh manifested, if that's the right word. Um you can probably tell I'm I'm like way <laughs> way more slow in this episode. I don't really care. Um Yeah. I watched this one uh, YouTuber just now. It was pretty chill. He reminded me of my own format. Um, how is he called? I, I can't forget, I can't remember his name. But he's just some some dude, some I don't know, some African American friend over here um, that uh, he just talks about random shit like fucking anime or doo doo fart, and, and and he has like I don't know his massive channel. And I'm like, man, if he can do that shit, I, I can as well, you know. 
um, just have to <laughs> start editing these uh, more and uh, they'll probably get something or just write a script because I can not to sound arrogant but uh, I can make some pretty good jokes if I actually think about them and and you know <laughs> put work into that shit um, yeah let me think um yeah he had a video about um aesthetics or something he was like oh man i love this 80s and 90s aesthetic i i noticed he had a very similar taste that i had uh which is funny which kind of makes you doubt if your own taste is even unique you know what i mean does anyone anyone here have that kind of kind of problem or thing where they're like yeah man i really think i'm unique and shit like that but then they like discover several other people with the same experiences like and you could say oh i'll relate but it kind of becomes less special you know say like it's a movie or it's a piece of music you know you're like oh man i listen to radio nobody else listens to radio ahead right and then you discover it's like one of the most popular alt rock bands on the planet and then you're like ah damn it <laughs> I thought it was cool. I thought it was one of the cool kids. I wish that I could be one of the cool kids because all the cool kids, they seem to fit in, but I don't want to fit in. Um, <laughs> that's so edgy. Um, yeah. Speaking of fitting in, uh, I think it's funny these... Uh, how do you explain this? These people that use MBTI or typology to excuse themselves from being an absolute cunt in real life. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> especially like, especially INTJs and ENTPs, I notice. Those are probably the worst with FI Trickster and Heavy Trickster. They're like, oh man, I can be an absolute shithead and just, you know, blame it on my FE Trickster or whatever. Um, yeah, I really should make a video on that. Especially with ENTPs, man. Like, I'm so sick and tired of it. Especially, um, Especially uh, shadow focused ENTPs, they are they're such edge edge lords and they have no chill. And um, so all y'all ISFJ uh, ISFJ sub ENTPs listening to this right now, you're the best. Uh, I fucking love y'all. Um, especially the women. <laughs> wink wink. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, those are they're so those are pretty fucking cool ass people. You know, those those ENTPs that just chill the fuck out um, and, and are not, you know, hating existence itself. Also, not these annoying trolling ass, you know, ease of beat, super ego type ENTPs. Uh, but yeah, a lot of the times they get abused, though, which is very sad. I wish it was different. Um, but yeah, they kind of take that that thing of, oh, well, I got abused or I got taken advantage of, so therefore I have to shield myself against people by, you know, basically blocking off any type of FE and become this ITJ fedora-wearing, wielding asshole to everybody. You know, I, I notice in fiction... Um, <laughs> I notice in fiction uh, a lot of... A lot of the times, ETPs are portrayed as assholes, which I think is pretty funny. You know, ITJs also, but like, ITJs I notice are more like these misunderstood shy types, you know what I mean? Where they're like, ah oh, man, 
don't talk don't talk to uh blah 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 you know especially in anime um don't talk to him. he's so he's a weird dude and actually he's like this super interesting dude that's smart or some shit like that or he's like a psychopath i don't fucking know um it's funny like how how people uh, label INTJs uh, psychopaths though while well, I think the INFJs are the more psychopathic <laughs> to be honest <laughs> like not psychopathic more like they could just fucking switch I don't know how to explain this like I think INFJs are the most scary um, and that's due to their how do you explain this I don't, I don't think somebody who's like a delinquent or you know is aggressive or shit like that is, is scary at all uh, I'm more afraid of the person that everybody likes, but actually has like the most evil plan uh, under the hood that they had they had yet to discover. You know, look at Griffith, right? Everybody's like, "Yeah, I love Griffith from Berserk." If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert: um, uh, he fucking murders all his friends uh, in sacrifice to become a god. And I'm like, "Holy shit, that's fucked up!" Like. <laughs> Excuse my language, what? But what the doodle fart? Like, I don't know. The ICJ is super ego. It's just they, they go from this super nice snowflake to I'm gonna commit genocide like out of nowhere, and I'm like, holy shit, you guys are insane. At least you know if INTJs they, they try to make it seem like they're they're psychopaths or whatever, but you kind of see through that shit here. Like she's like, you're a sweetheart. Stop stop doing this shit. Stop being so weird. Um, yeah, it, it's funny, right? Um. And even ease to be subconscious from INFJs, I don't find that scary. It's more their super ego. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? Um, yeah. Anyway, back to ENTPs. Yeah, I, I, I know. I just, there's just so much things that could be better, I suppose. Things I did are shame there. Usually like that. Maybe it's my age. You know, maybe I haven't met enough ENTPs, which could be very true. Um, but yeah, they're, it's, it's just a shame they don't, um, how do you explain this? Don't actually, it's a shame they don't show more of their subconscious side, I guess. Yeah, like I said, they're, they're kind of so, uh, so edgy and so shadow focused. And I'm just like, man, can you guys like f for once... Just I, I I said it in a Discord chat. I think I was like, it's either either an ETP is this super edgy dude who wants to blow the planet, or it's this doormat that just gets taken advantage of, right? I'm like, can you guys just ever chill, just be normal for two seconds, and then they will say some bullshit like, well, I want to be sincere. It's like, shut the fuck up, bro. You don't have to be a fucking radical motherfucker every second, you know. <laughs> two seconds of, of an E to be not being a radical fucking <laughs> Ted Kaczynski enthusiast. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've talked about this before. I should stop saying that, by the way. But, like, uh, it's part of the reason, and, and I talked about this with other Wayfarers as well, is that sometimes it's really annoying to be the constant emotional anchor within the relationship with the Wayfarer and the Crusader, right? It's like you constantly have to give them love and give them a, a lot of attention. That's more of an SE thing uh, or like an SI to SE thing. Um, give me a sec. Uh, is it a good image? 
here. Yeah, that's a good one. So, um, yeah, it's a little annoying being like the primary, what is the beneficiary? Beneficiary, fancy word, uh, in a relationship when it comes to emotional, yeah, emotions, I guess. Because uh, sometimes I'm just like, man, I just want to chill and not have to worry about my uh, Wayfair uh, friend or girlfriend uh, to have an existential crisis and hate their existence. Uh, part of the reason why I probably want to veer more to philosopher types. So, uh, you know, philosopher types hit me up. I'm too horny, man. This, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> now, um, now, philosophers, it's just you don't have that burden, especially with ENFPs, right? They're just, yeah, sure, they can have emotional distress, but they understand if they know personality that I can't understand their emotions, and that's fine. They, so they, so they, they can't also, so it's fine. Um, at least they can understand it more, but they're just critical on it. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, but like with ENFPs, especially, uh, they just have their own emotional moods, and I don't have to worry constantly. Like, oh god, is this ENFP having a existential crisis? Like, if they're uncomfortable, okay, cool, right? Like, I can deal with that. You know, I like doing that, but if it's this constant emotional needs need they have to have filled. Um, it, it just feels like you're. I'd explain it. It's kind of like you're 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 battling the trickster almost, right? You know what I mean? Uh, maybe that's that's yeah. I don't know. How, how do you explain this? I sure I'm, I'm describing each piece with this, but like it's with any crusader, right? Like if I demon or if I trickster, like the, the self value is like out of the window. And then I mean they talk. Ugh, people talk about how. NJs are like self-harming or whatever due to like low SI, but I think low FI can do the same thing in that maybe not in a societal or practical manifestation, but like in, in some indirect way, I think it does harm them because sometimes they'll just be like, well, fuck everything. Life sucks. Uh, I'm just going to kill myself, right? Or I'm going to kill someone else, something like that. Uh, and I'm like, why are you... Why are you cutting your life so short just because of your envy? Uh, like, there's so many things to be happy about, yet you decide to focus on the negative shit all the time. Like, I'm not naive to the suffering. I mean, to, currently I'm reading The Painted Bird, um, which is an interesting book. I haven't finished it yet. Um, maybe I'll make a video on it at some point. Um, if you're interested in war stories, kind of like, it, it reminded me of Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, due to the innocent nature it's written in, and also, well, the subject matter is World War II and, like, suffering, so, you know, I love it. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty good book. I was gonna say. <laughs> I forgot. Um, yeah, I just notice a lot of the times, a lot of the times, a lot of the time, that, yeah, low FI users can hurt themselves, um, or, you know, cut their life short just because they don't have any value in their own life. And I think that's a tragedy, right? It really upsets my, I guess, my 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 emotions in terms of, I don't, I don't think it's right. I think they, they, well, I don't even think, I, I think they should be actually happy and should uh, try to seek for that. 
Because like this, this searching for truth type bullshit they always do. I'm like, yeah, you can you can work towards the truth, but why is this so, such a primary thing in your life? And just the just the word truth kind of bothers me more and more. Like it's not I'm, I, I I say just be ignorant in life, shit like that. It's more of a how to explain this. The whole thing of what is truth. I, I suppose I, my my ENFP friends are rubbing off. I don't. Know, I, I I see the value in just having faith or religion or, um. Yeah, like you can get data. Data is just data and truth or logic. I'm not going to call it truth anymore. Data and, and logic is just an aspect of life, right? Like a fully intelligent person will go still go. Uh, and interact with the other functions or the other um, what's the word I don't know aspects of life aspects of your soul you know just focusing on oh I want that's like me always being infatuated by data or me always being focused on my freedom right it's so stupid uh, it's it's all inter intertwined I mean not that intertwined that you can excuse every situation in your life because well, you know, you don't want to own up to your mistakes or you don't want to, you know, expo expose your ego, I guess, literally and figuratively. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. Ugh, let me see. Yeah, I'm also kind of done with... I mean, I'll bring it up at some point in the future again, but for now, like coming months, I'll try to avoid just complaining about shit. I really want to talk about, and <laughs> the image is very fitting. Uh, <laughs> in terms of like politics or bigger issues, I'm like fuck all that crap, man. Who cares? Like I'm, I'm not being a naive motherfucker, just being like, oh, all the problems will just get, take care of themselves. But kind of like I said in a previous episode, so many problems are not fixable. I'll start creaking my chair, by the way. Apologize. Um, so many problems are not fixable within your immediate uh, environment. And I'm just like, man, wouldn't it just be better if you just focused on very small shit within your own environment? Yeah, like, clean your room, guys. Clean your fucking room. Uh, basically, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I want to focus more on things I love. Just talk about things I love and... The things that fascinate me, the things that draw me in and have infinite depth to them, to my my heart and soul. I think that's so much more invigorating for people to, to listen to and to um, get inspired by, right? Because I noticed, this is, this is a funny thing I noticed, that uh, especially ENFPs, they can really... Like my super optimistic NI talk that just enlightens their their spirits. Uh, I mean, appropriate for them, right? Soul Temple. It, it really invigorates them in terms of. Uh, I was talking to this one ENFP dude, and I also know his ENFPs ask really good questions to me personally. Because uh, sometimes ENTPs are just not bothered or do not give a shit um, about me at all, and I'm like, okay, bro, uh, wait to be selfish. I'm not, I'm not saying I want to talk about me all the time, but just 
you can really lighten up someone's day by asking the right questions. Um, but the ENFPs do it all the time, and they're so goddamn no nosy. Technically, ENTPs also are nosy, but ENFPs are, I would say, they're nosier. Technically, they're not. Maybe it's the affiliative factor to it or something like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, they, they ask really cool questions, and I'm like, uh, he asked me really cool questions, and I, uh, I just start talking about all the things I want to do. I, I haven't even done them, right? I'm just talking about them, just uh, ignite something within their soul, right? They really, uh, to me, it's it's sometimes I take that and I for granted, you know what I mean? Um, how do you explain this? Like it's it's that hero function you don't really realize you use, you know. And then people actually, uh, especially the lower, let's see, any uh, any inferior, right? Just just sees that, and they're like almost overpowered by that uh, strength of it. Especially if they, the NI hero knows what the fuck they want, and really is focusing on that. They, uh, yeah, they almost get overwhelmed by that. Like it's it's it, hero function is a weird thing, right? Because she, uh, like I said, you kind of just take it for granted. Um, yeah, yeah, because I don't really notice. Uh, okay, maybe I do. <laughs> like any hero, maybe I do actually. It's it's just different. I guess any hero is just very open-minded to new ideas. That's that's usually how it manifests for me. Um, and I'm surprised actually when I meet an any hero in the wild. I'm like, damn, y'all motherfuckers really make me do anything I want with you. With you, sure, ENFP is a little less, but um, if it's the right person for them, it's the, if their, uh, you know, their soul temple, whatever values, correspond to their character, whatever the fuck, they'll just fucking bend over and do whatever the fuck you want for them, uh, or for, for them, they'll do if anything they want from you, um, which is pretty remarkable. I always find. <laughs> Mm. Kind of makes me go. I want to go into uh, that uh, that advice of oh, you know, you should <laughs> kind of calling out the big man right now. Uh, of you should, you should. Um, That's a good image. <laughs> you should um, always with with NJs or I ITJs or INF no ITJs mainly or SC inferiors. You should. Um, always say yes or not yet. Uh, I disagree. Um, I'll probably make a larger video on explaining psychological reasonings, but uh, for now, I don't think that's good advice. Um, because this maybe the SC inferior will like it to some degree. Like basically, yeah, technically they will want ultimate freedom and just do whatever the fuck they want with you, right? Um. IJs more than INFJs because they still have a INFJs still, still have an ethical code they want don't want to overstep. Um, but I was gonna say, um, it's it's it, on one hand it's nice in that regard that oh yeah you can you can that you will never get rejected but that's kind of like the you know the Buddha how do you, what's the word basically the life of Buddha right like a young Buddha lived inside the palace his whole life and then 
you know, whenever he was exposed to death or disease, and then he one day he saw a beggar or something that was dying or sick, and he said, everybody dies, and he's like, wait a minute, I'm living a dream. This is not real. Uh, I'm, not, I'm still not sure if he's an INFP or INTJ, or INFJ even, um, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. It's more the story, right? Um, if you never expose SE to, you know, rejection or... If you never let it differentiate between bad performance, um, how is it going to improve exactly? Right? And if you give it ultimate freedom, like it will just do stupid shit. Right? Again, going kind of going back to the bad performance, like it's it also goes into the thing of um what's the word? The the idea that for example, logic uh, or TI can't be wrong, right? I think that's such horseshit. I'm like, of course it can be wrong. Well, it just depends on the input. I'm like, that's like saying that I never make wrong decisions as long as I've been granted the right options. That makes no sense, right? You can still make wrong decisions. Don't think source functions or introverted functions uh, grant you the mystic ability to uh, have total monopoly or justification in whatever that manifests in reality that's so stupid um i see so many times especially with arrogant arrogant ti users <laughs> you can already make a, a separate video of this croissant rants about ti users for 10 minutes or less something like that um, <laughs> um how do you call it um <laughs> um yeah, it's always saying that not yes or not yet. Um, it leads to it leads to the INJ being in total control and having all the freedom in a relationship. And and in one regard, you could say that's loving. I wouldn't say that because if I know anything about myself and other INTJs. It's that they really love some sincerity, right? We, lo we love ourselves some George Carlin, you know, just some spit spitting some truth balls. I, um, yeah, I, 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 if you start basically, I think it's insincerity, right? If you're going to tell me, if you really don't want to do something or you want to say no, but then adjust your course and euthanize that shit with, oh, not yet, or, hmm, I'll think about it, something like that. Uh, you're just fucking leading me on, bro. Like, I'd rather just have you reject me right there and just say, no, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to do this thing with you. I'm not comfortable with this, right? I would way rather have that. Like, I won't like it, right? So, like, oh, I'm begging you, please reject me. But it's more... It, if you're gonna make it seem like I have a chance, all my... And I hope, and all my... My FI will start believing that that will happen and all my optimism right in that regard is focused on uh is focused on your semi-promise right like you didn't promise anything we're just saying yeah it will happen though at some point i don't know if if, if, if that isn't the, the definition of leading somebody on i don't know what is um but how do you explain this so to all your all you EMPs out there, even though it maybe breaks your heart, or all you crusaders out there, even though it breaks your heart, sometimes you have to reject your INTJ or INFJ or any NJ for that matter, or any SC user for that matter, um, 
because sometimes they need to be told no. And uh, when you don't do that, I don't know how that cannot be an abusive relationship, right? If, say, yeah, say I, I say you're in a relationship, right? You're 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 a girl, you're an ETP girl, and you have an ITJ boyfriend, or yeah, let's say ITJ boyfriend, right? Um, say he he says shit like, oh, I want to do X Y Z, or we can we can also flip the gender roles. Who cares? Um, Say, say it's like, oh, I want to do this and this and this sexually with you. And you're kind of like, uh, I'm not okay with that, dude. In your mind, right? You're thinking that. And then then he's like, no, we're going to do this thing. Uh, and he, or he keeps insisting, right? He keeps pressuring you on it. Um, and then in your mind, this, this rule flashes. And it's like, well, I have to say yes or not yet, right? And then... Uh, this ITJ is gonna get just get pissed off at you because you keep saying hmm, not yet, and then one day he's just gonna you know force you force himself upon you, or uh, he's just gonna get frustrated and move on, right? Um, and then you could say oh well that's impatient or shit like that. If you just said no, if you just said to told him hey listen I'm not comfortable with this yet, um, let's let's try this first or let's I don't know some any any hero manifestation right. Um, then he would have been like, if he's if any reasonable uh, ITJ, he would have said, okay, I mean, I don't like that. I'd rather have this thing, and sure, but at least I know the stakes right now. At least I know the game right now, right? We're still systematic. Um, you know, their, their um, interest-based side would probably just say, fuck this, I'm going to <laughs> go to somebody else. But um, now that interest-based side also knows, hey, I can have delayed gratification, I'm just gonna wait till she's uh, more comfortable, or he's more comfortable, right? And then I'm gonna actually uh, have some type of intimate uh, moments with this person. And then, then it's actually they understand the game. It's all discussed, and it's not this stupid cat and mouse game of even though I love seeing cat and mouse games like in Death Note. Um, it's it, it doesn't help when it's when it's like a semi-white lie, right? Where you're like, yeah, not yet. I actually want to say no. Like you never stand up for yourself. And knowing ETPs uh, and SI inferiors or crusaders or philosophers, they have a hard time standing up for themselves, right? And if you enforce the idea that they they don't have to stand up for themselves or basically can stand up for themselves by saying you can't say no. Uh, in a relationship, let's let's put a relationship as an example. Um, it's just going to be a one-sided and uh, I would say mentally or physically abusive relationship. And I don't wish that on any uh, any type or any person. So, yeah, there's my two cents on that rule. <laughs> hope that, uh, I hope that the EMPs watching this uh, enjoyed that or EMPs. MPs, let's just say MPs. Fuck it, philosophers. Fuck it, crusaders. Both of you, of, all, all eight of you. Eight of you? Eight of you. Yeah. Um, use that. Use that smart or wisely, because um, if you use that rule 100% and follow it to a T, um, you're just going to get pissed off, NJs. You're going to get... Um, you're going to get taken advantage of, and you're going to regret a lot of things and be bitter about it. Um, that's another thing. Like, why are so many fucking MPs bitter, man? Like, I, again, going back to the emotional stuff, like, you know, I, I think uh, for the longest time we used to say that SJs were just these normal fuckers and they were just boring. Sometimes I, I wonder, I'll rather have boring than nihilistic. Um, 
<laughs> because at least, you know, maybe I, I don't like the naivete, maybe at least I have the knowledge or I think I have the knowledge of, uh, of certain facts about humanity. You know, I'm not a naive cunt about everything. Because uh, sometimes I meet Ease of JS, I don't know even the Holocaust happened. Um, man, I want to say some things about that, but I can't because otherwise YouTube will just ban me. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, just the naivete is pretty bad. I mean, Jordan Peterson talked about this in Beyond Order, actually, about um, he had this client that was just this naive guy or whatever that never was uh enticed to violence or never was introduced to it in his life um he uh and then he he read like ordinary men and like the rape of necking something like that like the book the chinese uh you know chinese raping from uh japanese folks into world war ii and kind of his facial expression change and i i feel like a lot of uh people in general are just not exposed to violence like I, I watched like Gladiator, amazing movie. I'm gonna make a video about that shit. It's it's an amazing movie. Um, I I watched that when I was like four, like very young. And there's like incest and 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 decapitation and murder and betrayal and and all this spectacle. Uh, yeah, but I watched it when I was like four. <laughs> oh, I don't know if four is correct, but it doesn't matter. I was very young, right? And um, yeah, it was an amazing movie. Um, yeah, like what I was trying to say with that is that a lot of people just don't have that exposure, I guess. I'm not saying show like sub Siberian film to everybody on the planet, but just, you know, having a little bit of exposure to some violence will be good. Return to have Fight Club. We should return Fight Club. Everybody, start a Fight Club. I'm... <laughs> Uh, I'm joking, uh, FBI, uh, NSA, I'm joking. I'm not enticing a terrorist group to exist on this planet. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just having a, a place for guys to fight or just not be pussies anymore. And, and just generally, for also for women to just be exposed to... I'm not saying beat the shit out of women. I mean, like, them seeing violence and knowing what war is, because so many people are... Uh, I don't want to make this too complainy and, and cynical. I just think a lot of people are not exposed to, yeah, just to violence and to uh, trauma. And uh, yeah, a lot of people just make up their traumas right now or abuse because they lack any meaning, which is probably really true. Uh, yeah, because I mean, what do you have to complain about currently? Like, you have, you have all your basic needs taken care of. Uh, I mean, that's, did I talk about this before? I'm like an Alzheimer patient over here. Just a crazy motherfucker, crazy redskin motherfucker uh, talking to himself. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything's taken care of, so therefore, you've nothing to worry about. So you just start making up bullshit, you know, like all these rape accusations. Uh, you know, ruining men's lives. I'm like, man, would it be great? And and I got really uh, almost surprised uh, to the degree, that, like when I actually, you know, move away from internet bullshit and uh, do IRL stuff. I'm like, damn, there are actually like feminine women who who are okay with polygamy. There are actual actual women that are okay with femininity, stuff like that, right? 
like oh damn they do exist uh yeah sure my i can already hear b-bomb screaming in my back of my head like well bro it's just a, a small minority that's that's screaming all the time and i'm like well yeah i guess but why is this loud minority like controlling all the media though Okay, don't go. I, I know what you're thinking. Don't think, don't even think about it going that way. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that. I really wanna, I really wanna talk about, you know, that group, um, but I really can't. Otherwise, uh, you know, it's funny on, on, on Discord. If you, if you send anything with, you know, what, how do you, how do you code this? Uh, anti World War II victims, right? Uh, belief system in like the chat it will just not send i was so i was so surprised by that you can send the most you can send racist things and all these other things but you can't say anything about those people <laughs> which is so funny to me i'm like really really that's where you draw the line like all this all this weird cp shit on discord but that's where you draw the line okay um anyway enough conspiracies and shit that won't get me banned um Hmm. Let me think. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just generally very excited about life. I uh I know there's so much out there. And right now I'm just stuck here, you know, studying and uh <laughs> waiting, basically. But you know, a couple more weeks and then uh I'm through. And I think that's you know, I noticed a lot of people around me, maybe it's just, this is just, uh, uh, how's it called? Songbird effect, you know, that you start making out more of something because you're focused on it. It's just called bias croissant, actually. Uh, yeah, I guess. Could be biased, but um, I know there's a lot of people uh, next year are going to do something very similar than I'm going to do. You know, a lot of people are like, man, I'm stressed out or uh, I really need a break or shit like that. And they just take a break for a year or two and start and try something for, you know, maybe it's just people in their 20s in general. Um, but I but I even notice it with like older people, right? Uh, like people that are, I don't know, 30 and 50, shit like that. I'm like, huh, interesting how that coincides with my life you know it's also another thing i noticed that some things are really easy in my life um but i make it way harder than it needs to be like some problems i in my head they're so massive and i need deduction and adduction from 50 different sides but then actually when I look at it very shallowly, so to speak, or maybe concretely, it's not a big deal at all. And I, I'm kind of surprised, you know, I had it today even, I was like, like what, what is actually like going on right now? What am I actually doing? And maybe the same with that uh, that YouTuber I talked about, like he makes such simple videos and I don't, I don't want to discredit the guy, he makes great videos. I really laughed hard at that, like actually laughed at it. Um, but I was like, man, I'm trying to make these complicated ass uh, analysis and I'll do all this crazy shit, right? Get all this, this, this super condensed information out. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but you know, 
pretty pretty complicated stuff and i'm trying to distill that for people and sure that value and i'm sharing that treasure right but on the other side i could make it so fucking simple i could just record for six minutes about one topic edit a, a little bit of memes and and Guandil dingle sound effects you know and that's it <laughs> there's no need for uh you know me reading 500 plus books there's no need for me i mean i don't need to do it but i do it I don't know why. It's something I, I don't know. It's something I developed when I, I don't know, at some point in my life, I guess, where I was just like, man, uh, I should be taken seriously or something like. Like the people didn't take me seriously at all in the past. Uh, they thought I was just a little bit of a goofball, and uh, I should be serious more. You know, I was, uh, yeah, I was always taking the piss out of everything. And I, I guess I took that really seriously because now people think I'm too serious and I should smile more, you know? <laughs> Almost looking like the joke here. My wife tells me I worry too much and I should smile more. So I stick a razor in my mouth. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> I love doing Joker impressions though. They're, they're amazing. I should probably do it another dub where I just do this crazy Mark Hamill impression. It's like, oh, Batman. <laughs> uh, something like that. So to practice though. Anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 at a certain point, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna be serious and I'm gonna, maybe it was a good thing that I'm actually like developed in my TE parent now. Cause you know, people call me smart right now. I don't think I'm smart at all, by the way. Um, but they just call me smart because I actually, yeah, at a certain point I just said, fuck it. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be a responsible, rational person so to speak right i'm gonna read i'm gonna get data on my claims and my beliefs um now that i think about it i was like i read a shit ton of books when i was younger like not uh, non-fiction books right i think it was i got discouraged from it due to school and i'm not i'm not trying to blame school and everything okay and 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 like the education system in society but it's i think at some point i it was mandatory to read something for school and then all my interests just kind of dropped. Maybe it was because it was I had no cho choice in the matter that I got annoyed about it and just dropped it. And I think it was fiction that I was ma mainly uh, put off by. Because I remember, I remember I had to read this one book, and it was really confusing to read. Maybe I was just illiterate. I don't know, but it was just really confusing. It was something about uh, something about a kid. And he had a weird, like, family or grandpa, and or he died or some shit. And then he got a book how to, like, eat people. I'm not even joking. That, like, it was just a regular, this guy lives on some fucking place, uh, some pasture in Europe. And then he and then he has a book about how to cook and eat people. And I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Like, I was, I, I don't know how old I was, but I was pretty young. I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? And I was so turned off by it and so confused and I didn't finish it. And uh, after that, I just kind of got really discouraged from reading anything. I did read like, basically, a, a, I guess my country's version of uh, a dummy's guide to, or an idiot's guide to, of a lot of things. Like I read basically an idiot's guide to chemistry and uh, history, you know, medieval times, Egyptian, all these, all, all these different subjects. Uh, which, which is really cool, and maybe that was just my TE child in my childhood, you know, just uh, basically consuming anything, any 
knowledge around me that I had. Um, yeah, maybe it was that. I don't think about it. And come to think of it, if that's true, all y'all ENFPs and ESFPs watching this and being like, oh man, I don't want to read. Shut the fuck up. If, if you have that power, like if I correctly remember that power and you have the same power like that TE child, shut the fuck up. You have no excuse. Oh, my attention span is low. Shut the fuck up. Your, your child function loves it. Your child function is one of the most pure and active functions within your psyche, okay? Please shut the fuck up with your, I don't want to read. Uh, reading like, uh, it, it, uh, my brain breaks, bro. Like, I, uh, I'm i fucking retarded. I, I need uh, constant dopamine stimulation. Um, I mean, everybody struggles with that right now. I mean, I'm projecting there a little, but um, yeah, if you if you add that superpower of TE child, like, Dude, you should be reading fucking every day. Not even read. I, I say read, but I think read is saying you should read every day is a little annoying. I know I'm a hypocrite. Um, I'm more like, you know, just reading articles or um, watching a video or doing a course. Any shit like that, right? Because you're you'll literally feel better, um, you know, getting all that that information within your brain. I'm. Yeah, again, if, if, if my recollection is correct um, of, of me in the past, of how I felt when I was doing that, that I just automatically did that all the time, uh, I think y'all uh, ESFPs and uh, ENFPs have no excuse. Uh, you have a superpower, use it, please. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's stupid not to. But, you know, who knows, maybe an ego TE child is different from a subconscious TE child. Uh, especially if it was just a childhood version, if you know what I mean? Like that your ego isn't developed yet. Maybe should, people should look into that, or I should look into that. Um, hmm. I mean, there are a lot of things I have to look into. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should change the picture. Misogyny. Murder, manipulate, mansplain, misogyny. That's, that's the four M's to live by. What's a good image? I'm saying it like you can't see what I'm seeing right now. I'm not retarded. I love this picture. Thank you, Ray. I'm not retarded. Is that the rebuilds Ray, by the way? Hmm. Man, I gotta make a fucking video on Evangelion. That shit really changed my perspective regarding like cynicism, nihilism, and, and optimism, I suppose. Yeah, Evangelion white build me. Surprise, surprise. So yeah, I think, yeah, that, that movie, especially the rebuilds, if you haven't watched Evangelion, and I don't want, I don't want to sound as, like an obnoxious fanboy, but it's really got damn good. Um... I mean, not necessarily the first 22 episode, I guess. And I'm not saying like, oh, it gets good after episode 400 now, but it's, um, it's not really about the first 20 something episodes. It's more about the final two and uh, the rebuild movies, especially the last two. That's probably where it's mostly about. And yeah, I think people should look into it and behind the deeper readings behind it and stuff like that because it's it's a lot of digest i should probably also make a video about 
like mindfuck um, movies or uh, characters, stuff like that, or series. Because I've, I've, I don't know, I've, I've had infatuation with like mind-bending twist movies. You know what I mean? Like these movies where just leave a super long imprint on your mind, like a scar in your mind, basically. Like I, I watched um, Serial Experiments, Serial Experiments Lane, right? And I was like, man. Uh, or no, before I watched it, I was like, ah, man, I, I've seen some, you know, twist heavy shit. I've, I've seen, I've seen the Matrix, you know, so to speak. Um, and I watched that. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, I was really paying attention, but it's so fucking dense um, and abstract. Like, especially the imagery, right? Like, you know, that, that, that scene where smoke is coming out of her hands, for example. Like, what does that mean? Like, why is she why is she an alien? Why is there a murder scene? What's real? What's fake, right? I mean, there are other movies that are just really confusing, right? You have, like, uh, Perfect Blue that's just fucking with reality and what's uh, actually being shown, and you can, like, interpret it different ways, which is pretty cool. Um, sometimes, though, I think the coolest thing is when, like, discovering new things is always cool, of course, um, or new things to appreciate. Um, because it will give the piece of media almost infinite depth, but uh, I do like it when there's where it's not just random gibberish, you know, where it's just postmodern, you know, you know that, that oh I don't have that grab I think, but it's like um, what is it again? Traditional. It's like oh you have one god and one belief. Then you have modern, which is oh we went from here and we're going to there. And postmodernism is just gibberish, like just a fucking scribble basically um i don't like those necessarily right where it's just nothing means anything or it has infinite interpretations like that that's just retarded um i don't yeah i don't like that um at least with stuff like evangelion or uh Sarah experiments lane there is somewhat of a or somewhat there is a underlying message and theme and uh that's just being you can discern that from uh watching the show itself right if you're like i don't i don't again i don't want to call myself smart but if you're semi uh investigative let's let's put it that way right um with perfect blue i didn't really have that all that much i enjoyed the movie you know i'm not don't get me wrong but uh, uh it kind of just leaves you really confused um because a lot of things could be what is actually happening in that movie and just to give you a quick summary like perfect blue is about this well what i think it's about it's about this girl that is an idol pop star or something like idol star in japan then she decides to quit uh doing that and she wants to become i think a actor actress something like that um and then it, after a certain point, it kind of flashes between several scenes. You don't don't really know what's real. Um, I'm saying like this is not, this is totally random, but it's actually pretty coherent. But it just shifts. Uh, reality just shifts. You know, like sh suddenly she sees herself uh, typing a different block than actually. Uh, how do you explain this? Basically, she gets another self, right? Which is very similar to Sir Experiment Slain, where. Uh, Lane gets like basically 
her personality split in two in like wire lane uh wire is it, is it called the wire i think it is uh wire wired lane and uh on the other side you have like real life lane and they have like an extroverted lane and demon uh, it's like all these different versions of lane uh and uh, it's cool that that, that whole uh disoci disassociative uh idea i mean i mean it's like the perfect infp anime right because it's like it perfectly just encapsulates that uh disassociate like the whole opening song by the way which is fucking fantastic you know uh it's literally that about uh dissociation wait let me let me see if i can pull it up do i have it downloaded i think i do Ah, oh, goddammit, I have the Synthway version. Well, that doesn't help. Is it playing? Anyway, yeah, that's it's a really good opening, by the way. If you haven't checked that anime out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fucking good. Dude. Pretty fucking old though. I feel like a boomer talking about it, you know? Just being like, man, you should really watch this uh, VHS from the 1979, bro. It's really good. You should check it out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really look forward to making, um, making forward, to, uh, looking forward to making uh, movie reviews and series reviews and um, especially with the knowledge I'm gonna acquire, you know, and, and how it's, uh, how it stems or overlaps with different philosophies or uh, beliefs I have, I guess. And uh, I think other people are excited for it as well. So that's cool. Again, what was this one INFJ I, I stumbled upon? Um, and again, like I just look at the content and I'm like, this is so this is so simple. Like this isn't well researched or. Uh, has like hours of editing behind it, but people love that shit or love this shit. And I'm like, man, maybe I should like look into that more, you know, because I always, I always try to make shit so complicated for myself. And then I question my, now I'm questioning myself, like, is that really something I want to keep doing? Like challenging myself is good, right? But maybe going back to the ETP thing, maybe it's good to sometimes take the easier route in terms of just chilling the fuck out, right? Um, where you can just do something like if, if you can do something simply and people love it why not keep doing that right yeah challenge yourself of course but you know maybe I should have that more scarcely but it's weird because the biggest part of me wants to do these challenging things maybe because part of me thinks it's better right or that people enjoy it more but apparently they uh, enjoy very simple content as well which is interesting. You know what's not interesting? Maths. Um, <laughs> man, calculus is hard. Fuck me. All, all y'all calculus uh, MFers out here, um, raise your hands because it's uh, holy shit. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't bad at math, but my god, I like. I have to actually like be pretty serious about it now. And my god. Uh, it's pretty goddamn complicated. Uh, I'm and again, I'm a pretty abstract person, but even for me, I'm like, man, I'm I'm gonna cry in quadratic formula if you know what I mean. <laughs> God damn it! 
I'm just gonna cry in quadratic formula if this keeps going. Oh god. <laughs> I love this image. Yeah. Now those motherfuckers, like, there's one, you know, love how my eyes are just, just above it. <laughs> like, like, peeking, like, what'd you get there, bro? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I also kind of get annoyed by these. Uh, like, I watched Neil deGrasse Tyson on Joe Rogan thing. He was like, uh, math is the language of the universe. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I hate all these goddamn scientists just being like, oh, physics, man. And and uh, and math, that's the real way of the universe. Like, I have the answers to the universe. I have such pride with it, right? Such, uh, like, immaculate pride about their, their knowledge on math and their knowledge on fucking uh physics and how they can literally predict the universe with it it's like oh my god all your science boner motherfuckers need to shut the fuck up right it, it's funny because I, I i was exactly like that right where i was like oh if i understand uh if i understand fucking uh math and and, and, and physics and all that shit chemistry then like oh I, I like understand everything right i have everything figured out and then i realized actually there's way more or there's a lot of value. Um, there's a lot of value within, you know, the mind. And I don't want to sound pretentious with that, but I know, wasn't Jordan Peterson who said it, where the, mount, the mind is basically as infinite, infinitely expansive as the universe itself, right? Or at least that's, yeah, that's that's basically, I don't know if it's, yeah, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but it's, the expense of the universe and, and, and uh, is, is so fucking large and the time it will take for us to actually transfer it all uh transfer 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 no doesn't matter go through it basically travel through it right go to the other side basically uh whatever that means um is so goddamn small and i'm not saying oh it's a small chance that something will happen so therefore i won't do it you know that's that's the whole almost the definition of a risk right but it's more that and I, I know that every religion and every fucking shaman on the planet has said this b before me but like there is uh, literally a universe inside you you can access at any moment you know through meditation or through uh well you know the shortcut of psychedelics for your ecp uh ecps listening to this uh, i'm just gonna do uh i'm just gonna do any demon and uh <laughs> I'm just gonna trip the fuck out, and then the, I love the way Joe Joe Rogan. It's like, man, thanks to DMT once. He's like, well, did you know they're like, you know, we have like connections that are that we can't see. Like there are things outside our physical perception of the world. Did you know that? It's like, yeah, Joe, I know there's there are things like a collective unconscious. Like that's crazy, right? Whoa. Anyway, <laughs> have you tried DMT? Um, I don't know. It's um, there's there's so much to discover there. There's so much to go into, and I think I think people that um just focus on shit like space and uh, especially space. Space is almost like a childhood version of science, right? Or like a childish version of looking at science. Uh, I think at least uh, it's okay if you wanna if you wanna be interested in that. That's fine. But it's just, it's all talk and it's all in your head, right? There's no actual uh, appliance, right? I like I like it when shit is practical. Uh, is that pragmatism? Kind of, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I just like it when things are 
actually being done. I'm kind of sick and tired of, especially MPs, just talking and fucking talking and talking. And then that ease of peace side of me comes out and I'm like, holy shit, can you actually do something? Like, you're just all talk, no action. I'm gonna, like, force you out of your lazy SI child bed uh, or I'll just break your fucking bed. I'll just RKO that motherfucker. And then I'll just drag you outside and put you in the rain, see how you like reality then. Then start to argue with me about the nature of reality when you're soaking wet and you're asking for a towel. Shut the fuck up. Like, my God. Anyway. Um... Yeah, there, there's so much, even, I mean, maybe it's a bit hypocritical for me to say. Um, I, I critique that there's so much in their head, and while well, I say there's infinite uh, space inside your own brain, right? Um, it's more that having that knowledge, you can, uh, how do you explain this? I like to, to, to apply that practically still though like social engineering for example that's the first thing i can think of it's like you have all these millions of things going body language all these ingrained stuff in your brain right that's controlling you more than you understand and then you can understand that you can understand that like that solar system you know and then you can maneuver in it with if, with, with your spaceship aka your body um and then you can manipulate those planets or asteroids that in the way you want to you know create a dyson sphere basically right where you could basically get infinite energy from the people around you of or i'm starting so goddamn abstract with this by the way maybe i sound pretentious i don't i apologize but you know that's just how i think about it it's like if you push the people in the right way in that regard you can get all these infinitely cool manifestations that actually matter to you by the way or or a matter of fact because someone so much of the science shit it doesn't actually matter to you it doesn't actually fucking make any relevance maybe you find it interesting that's cool you know i think it's interesting as well but it doesn't actually do any for anything for you in the long term and i, I this is an optimistic statement and now hear me out like if you actually focus on the the relations relationship in your in your immediate group or your extended group right that's actually gonna matter on your deathbed like nobody's gonna fucking care sorry elon but nobody's gonna fucking care if you call a nice mars or not okay maybe you look at it and you're like oh cool i call a nice mars in my lifetime cool good for you uh how are, how are your free divorces coming along bro like uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh, sure, maybe that was a bit of a <laughs> personal attack. I don't care. I'm just joking about um, it. It's more that... Uh, at, at the end of the day, like, it's it's going to be about your your immediate family, right? And, and the family you pick. Because that's... I, I love that uh, little lesson that... Um, she's Jay put across, right? Like, it's about the family you choose. Um, not the family you have, necessarily. And I, I love that message because it, it, it gives you, especially for an SI user, it gives you way more hope. It gives you way more freedom in your in your life. You know, it's like I'm tied to this existence and this existence mundane uh, in, in the words of Rage Against the Machines, you know. Um, uh, it's more of a, oh yeah, like I have these people, but I can still, I can always move, you know. I can always be a nomad. I can always find new people because there are seven was seven eight billion people on this planet which is insane by the way like i never actually thought about it very in depth until recently i was like holy shit eight billion people right like 
even even if, if you had a talk with him, every, like for a minute, for every single person on this planet, I don't know how, I don't know the exact maps of like the top of my head right now, but you, you'll be, I don't even think you can even do that in your lifetime, right? Um, which, is, which is insane to think about. Um, you know, those super tasks that you basically can't complete ever. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, back to the point. I've, ultimately, it's it's gonna be the most important thing is the people like at your deathbed. At least that's my end goal. It's like have as many people that I care about when I'm actually dying. And when I actually die, I don't want that shit to be a spectacle. Okay, I don't want no boring ass. Okay, I lay down in a bed and like you know it's all whatever the fuck. I'm just like okay, motherfuckers, release the catapult. You know George Carlin style, just fucking. <laughs> splash me against the wall on live television i don't care like at least i'll go out with a bang you know and I'll, it probably won't hurt maybe for like a millisecond but then i'm like fucking dead so who cares right uh, <laughs> i don't know uh, god probably doesn't punish punish guys that want to be cut up all against the wall when they die you know or uh, or my death is just gonna be really peaceful and comfortable um right just full-on isfj super ego I'm just like, you know, I'm comfortable with literally anything, you know, literally a nuke could go off besides me and I wouldn't give a shit. Um, that would also be cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, nice, nice note to end it on. <laughs> My death. Um, I mean, death is always pretty cool to me though as a topic. Like I, I thought about it since I was like very young. Uh, like that, that realization that you're actually gonna die and everybody around you is gonna die. I had it when I was very young and I was so, I was pretty upset about it. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll talk about it another time. You can, you can tell it's pretty personal to me. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's enough for this episode. I uh, read enough and yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably enough right now. So, I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, if you stuck around to this point, you're a dope motherfucker. I love you. I'll kiss you on the lips if we ever meet IRL. <laughs> I'll, even if you're a dude, I don't care. I don't care. I'll, I'll prefer it even. Um, yeah. If you uh, enjoyed the video uh, or have some feedback, leave me a comment. Leave a like, I guess. Um, watch the other Croissant Hour episodes, especially the interview with Chase. It's a really interesting one. Or uh, if you just want to have a more fun, laid back um, episode, you can watch the one with Bebon um, or Nat Official in it. Or if you want to hear another monologue, you can just watch another one of these, aka previous episode. Uh, anyway. Um, I'm not going to ask you to subscribe because I have a vow for that, that I won't ask anybody directly for that shit. Anyway, uh, that's enough for me. I'll see everybody in the next one. Bye bye. Fuck bitches, get money.